Hello, hello, and welcome back to another edition of the Worth to Wealth podcast today. I am so excited to have with us Ms. Lashana Williams. Lashana is the founder of the Busy Black Girls Network, and I'm going to have Lashana tell us more about her and introduce herself, and then we'll get into more to learn about her and her entrepreneurial journey. So Ms. Lashana, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you so much. I am super excited to have this conversation today, but let me just go in a little bit about myself. Yes, I am Lashana Williams. I have coined myself the success navigator, and I currently work as a finance executive, a VP of finance, exactly. And I also have a business in which I empower, equipped and educate women who are doing the same thing, who are building their businesses while working full time, right? So I created the Busy Black Girls Network, the Busy Black Girls Group, the Busy Black Girls Community, the movement for all of my women who are out there who are mothers, wives, sisters, uh, partners, employees, employers who are wearing a superwoman cape and need to take it off sometimes, who need strategies and processes so that they can continue to do more, be more, and have more in their day-to-day. So I'm super excited to talk to you today about anything that comes up, but my entrepreneurial journey is something that I love to share so that other people can be inspired by it. Right. So let's start out there, your entrepreneurial journey. So um, you mentioned that of course, you were in, I mean, you are working nine to five. You were in a nine to five. Okay. So we were talking about your nine to five um, journey or you being in a nine to five, but then you are on this entrepreneurial journey. So let's tell us how did that come about? Um, what inspired you to take this journey and still be working? Because now you've been in entrepreneurship. You've uh, been in business for how many years? About five to six years right now. Okay. So... Now, five to six years in, and evidently you're in it to stay, in it to win it. <laughs> so let's go back to what was it that inspired you to say, okay, I need to take this path, or I need to look into this or whatever. What was it that? Yeah, good question. So at, at first, it was more so me just on a, on a quest to find my purpose. And I shouldn't say find because it didn't go anywhere. So to uncover my purpose, I knew there was something more that I wanted to do. I knew being in accounting and finance wasn't just the end all and be all for life, right? And so I went on that quest and figured out that I love being a coach. I love helping people develop into their purpose-driven business or career. And I did that for a while, but I was doing it as a hobby. And I didn't realize that, you know, I thought I was having a business and I'm like, yeah, I'm working a business and really not so much. I was doing a hobby, right? And I was just giving away free coaching and all of that. And I went on the whole thing of it, you know, investing in myself and investing in my business and learning the behind the scenes of how to run a business. But in the midst of all of that, there was also things that were going on in corporate America and more so in the company that I worked for where there were layoffs and people were getting uh, fired or terminated or getting the pink slip. And they've been there for 20, maybe 30 years and Mm. didn't know what to do after corporate America. They didn't have a plan B. And so I was like, you know what? 
I need to pivot just a little bit and not just focus on people moving up the corporate ladder because that's great. But what happens on that day when you get that pink slip and you don't have a way to pay your mortgage, to pay your child's college you know, um, college degree or all of that stuff and your livelihood is taken away. And I was like, I want to help those. I want to help them find whatever business that is, the multiple streams of income they should have so that if that ever comes about, that they have a plan B and they're not out there like, oh, woe is me. And so that just got me on like this whole path and I was inspired and you know didn't stop from there. And that's why I cannot stop because I do not want to see any more people crying and almost in, in tears and in desperation because they don't have a plan B and corporate America or their job was all they had. Right, right. Um, so you, and you mentioned earlier on about you working, you were in accounting um, and finance, but it was like you were, you wanted to find your purpose. I mean, or it was like you, you, you were seeking something else, which a lot of times that is what inspires the journey, of course, because once you start working and we realize that, oh, this is it. Like, this is all that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, you know, and sometimes for 20 to 30 years, like you're saying at the same company or whatever, same place, then it's like, but do I really want to be doing this for the rest of my life? And is this all there is to like, you know, so, and that's what, what takes you on that journey. And it's nothing wrong with still working a nine to five. There's nothing wrong with working a nine to five and not wanting to be in entrepreneurship, but some wonder, um, you know, like, okay, why not work a nine to five, you know, or why be in business or whatever, and, you know, and, and just work a nine to five, you know, and it's, it's like, it, but it's whatever you want to do whatever you want to do. So, and that's one point I want to bring up with the um, up and coming business owners that make sure you're being authentic to who you want to be and whatever it is that you want to do. Nobody's saying that, you know, everybody needs to be in the business, even though my thing is about empowering them to create and stimulate their own economy. But you, you want to have options. And that's a part of what you mentioned in your conversation as well, because as you can see that, you know, and more so now, the reality is coming, is, is really a lot more clear and coming to fruition more and more every day, you know, looking at where we are right now, you know, with COVID and everything. But it's like, you want, you don't want someone to control your destiny for you and, and or you know, tell you what you can and cannot do and limit your options. And to the extent that it's like now you, it's not just a woe is me, but it, it, yeah, it is you and hang you in a predicament now, like, what am I going to do? You know, and then you're frazzled, you're nervous, you know, and your fear kicks in because of survival and all of that. So the thing is, is like start earlier on a journey seeking out what it is that you want to do and make sure you're being authentic to you. So yeah, I wanted to, you know, make that point. And if you are able to still do your nine to five and work your business part-time, like, you know, most of us have done, you know, then do that too. But I think a bigger point to bring up and to drive home, um, and we'll get to that, I'm sure, when we get to the next part and how you evolved and everything is starting out with not, because you mentioned that too, about it being a hobby. 
and there's nothing wrong with hobbies either. But if you are supposedly doing business and in business, then let's not make that your hobby and let's not create the habit, you know, of what you're doing and the way you're moving, making it a hobby. Because if so, then it's not going to be fruitful for you. So you started out, now I see, you know, with your shirt, Busy Black Girls Network, um, or Busy Black Girls, but it's the Busy Black Girls Network. Um, that's, that has come up, what, in the last year, 18 months or so, or something like that? Actually, we launched in March, the launch. Of oh, 2020. Okay, uh -huh. so it's in the late. Okay, yes. So, I mean, but that is not, you know, who you were two, three years ago, and you were on a mission with that, too, so... You know, tell us how that evolved and just just speaking to the women with um, where they will come up against challenges, where they will have to pivot, you know, whereas is they're not going to be able to solve everything all and out up front, you know, at one time. But that does not mean that they have to stop or it's not meant to be or whatever. So you start out in business, you get on your path, but then you had some hiccups or whatever, you know, and you were trying to figure it out. I know I met you. We did meet in the coaching program or at one of the conferences for the coaches, right? <laughs> right. Okay. right. Right. And along, along that journey, we met So at some point you were seeking <laughs> right. that out or whatever too and doing that. So tell us how you got to where you are now. So oh, along my journey, again, I was just doing this. I, I didn't have anybody to tell me this is how you're supposed to do it, nor did I have anybody that I that I saw that was doing the same thing. And what I mean by that, I didn't see anybody who was working full-time and growing a business at okay. the same time. Most people were either full-time entrepreneurs or they were climbing the corporate ladder. So I really didn't have anybody to lean on. And so I just tried to do it my own way. And then I tried to do it everybody else's way. Yes, we do that. That didn't fit or serve me well, but it took me a long time to figure that out. So in the beginning, what I was doing was I was, I was serving people and, and, and providing career coaching and doing some transition coaching, but I was kind of that person that was, okay, whatever you needed. If you needed a life coach, I was that person. If you needed a career coach, I was that person. And just kind of, I, I guess, not really confident in where I was as far as an, a business owner or entrepreneur. So I was like, where, wherever, whoever needed me. Trying to meet whatever. I could be, right? I'm a coach, so I could do all of this. And so mm -hmm. I'm trying to please everybody, but not really pleasing the people. Trying to be and do all things to everybody and to all All people. things to yeah. everybody. And then realize that was not the way. And in doing that, you know, I did, I wasn't clear on who my target audience was, right? So I started out and I was like, well, I'm going to serve everybody in, 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 in corporate America. So if you want to do your career path, that's great. I'll help you there. If you want to be an entrepreneur, I'll help you there. How many people know that you cannot serve everybody? Cannot. You cannot. And it's more than enough people that you don't have to feel like you need to serve Exactly. Everybody. And so I didn't take the time to get crystal clear on who that person should be or who that person is. And so I was trying to serve everybody and wasn't serving anybody. <laughs> really. Right, right. Another thing that uh, I kind of shied away from when I first started, and it, like I said, it took me a while to get to this point, was that I wasn't being, I felt I was, wasn't being authentic to who I am. So I, when I was in business, I just wanted to do the technical side of things, all right? I just wanted to give you all the nuts and bolts, the strategies, the processes, and all of that technical stuff. 
but then kind of negating or dismissing the other piece, the self-esteem, the insecurities, the mm. syndrome, all that stuff that kind of goes along hand in hand. You need that, yeah, in order to be yes. in it for, to win it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. you need that, right? Mm. And so I was discounting that and then came to a point where I was like, I need to mirror the two. I am that person, right? I have insecurities. I have doubts. I have suffer from imposter syndrome and I'm building a business. And in order for me to have that confidence or walk in my purpose or walk in my greatness, I need to talk about and address self-esteem issues, confident issues and all of that stuff. So that's- So what's the core things, the core issues for the busy black girl or for the, yeah, for the busy black girl? Oh, the core issue? Mm-hmm. One would say- <laughs> Well, one we know was, they busy. We know one is they busy. Yeah. <laughs> one was but, they time, right? Don't have uh, enough time. Mm-hmm. But we found that in COVID that that is not the truth, right? Because I was like, I asked people, all right, so now that we have all of this time, because you're not doing anything, you're not, you're not doing anything, why don't you have enough time to do X, Y, and Z? So oh, it's boom. time, boom. right? That was, look, that was a mic drop. Like it was quiet, real quiet, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right. Like, like, yeah, you oh, got all shoot. the time you need now because you don't have to be nowhere. You can't be nowhere. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm stepping on a few people's toes right now because they was like, oh, all right. You called me out. Because again, you get you and get that, and then it goes back to the mind thing or you know, yes. whatever their other insecurities are. And I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the whole gamut, but it's not time. So I'm here to tell you if you was getting ready to say, Oh, it's time, it's not time. Right. Most of it is, like you said, it's mind shift. It's the mindset. It's the, I I don't believe that I can, or I feel like I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. Whatever that gremlin in your head is telling you, that's what it is. Some of us, like myself, we've been in corporate America for years. I've been in there all my life for 20 something, almost 30 years. And I had to shift my mindset in order to uh, be an entrepreneur. So So let's talk about that part though, because how is it that most of us are the leads in corporate or in a lead position in corporate? Because I mean, you know, a lot of us uh, excel Mm -hmm. at everything that we do or we, you know, we're the over and the super achievers or whatever. So now you are over there, you know, in corporate or your nine to five or wherever it is that you were working, your nine to five job. And you were a leader in what you did there, but now come over in your business and, you know, then you shrink or whatever. Um, and it's supposed to be the same thing. Now you may not be doing the same thing, but even, even with that though, you should be showing up a little bit more stronger because now you are supposed, you're really supposed to be in your lane and doing that, that you were called to do. So why, why is that? I mean, can we speak to that? Like, you know, (laughs) why do people not showing up? (laughs) <laughs> like why why they don't want to show up <laughs> mm-hmm. and it, it's not a matter of don't want to we find ourselves especially those uh, you know my type a people like myself who yes we climbed the corporate ladder and we went there but we have to realize that there was some structure around that right there was a job description yep, already done because, for you yeah there was a ladder there there was you get this and then you go here and then you go here so it they was had it all laid out yes of, yeah, the path was yeah. safe for you, right? And then you go into entrepreneurship and you're like, here's everything. Marketing, finance, HR, this, you are that. And you are trying, yeah. Media, yeah. yes. Technology, you do all of it. And you're like, what? 
where's the where, where's the blueprint where's then the... you stuck you stuck yeah. susan at that point and then you you procrastinate because then it's like hold up you overwhelmed you say yeah yeah but don't realize that that's really what it is you know but yeah mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. and you don't and you you get stuck and and then you don't perform or you know and like myself as well was like i I wasn't able in the beginning to say, all right, what is it that that did me that served me well in corporate? And how can I translate that into entrepreneurship? How can I move that way in, in this entrepreneurship? That's good right there. So that's a good point, you know, right there. What is it that served me well in corporate that I can use over here? And helping you know, the listeners to figure that out early. Don't be waiting to three, four years down the road or whatever, because now you, you heard it here. That be yeah. one that will be one of your issues <laughs> as a busy black girl. So let's get it right. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. You, you got to figure that out because then that can help you. And once I realized that again, do not make the same mistake I did because it took me years to get there. But then I realized I'm a, I'm a great leader. Like I manage, I delegate very well. Why aren't I delegating this stuff? Like, why am I doing everything? Let me delegate. And once I started delegating and having people do things for me, whether it was a virtual assistant, whether it was having a boot kick bow, whether it was somebody doing my social media, I did not have to wear all the hats because again, each one of you who are starting out in entrepreneurship or thinking about entrepreneurship, we're not moving into entrepreneurship to create a job. Hello, again, hello. Say that again, <laughs> right? <laughs> we are not going into entrepreneurship to create a job. Already have a job. Don't want another one. So what I- Don't I'm nobody have time for that. Don't nobody have time for that. <laughs> so what I'm doing is building a business. And as you can see, if you look at the company that you work for, they have a finance department, HR department, they have a this department, that department. That's right. They got standard operating procedures. You know, no. they had, they had um, rules, you know what I'm saying? They had, and you have to do that for yourself too. And even more so now, mm -hmm. you know, you have, we have to create boundaries, rules or whatever, because I mean, it can get away from you. And with everything now being at the home base, you have to separate that. And especially for those of us who are doing the dual things or whatever, mm -hmm. You, you have to separate that. We need to talk about that too, you know, because I'm sure you had to go through that. You went through that, if not before now, but now separating mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So if you're speaking about boundaries or you're speaking about like the separation with the, the time management part and scheduling, because I mean, that, now that everything is together and everything is in one place and you're not being at your desk all day, every day. Because yeah. yes. we did that before. You would do your nine to five, then you would come home, you know, you would eat, do whatever, whatever, and then you're working all night or whatever in your business. But now that everything is at home and mentally, you can't separate the two because, I mean, I don't know about you, but me, my thing was I was in my car on the train because I caught the train downtown and all that too. So that helped me, you know, plus, I mean, I had kids, but that helped me to like break it up break up the monotony, you know, get my mind right. And like, okay, I need to shift because now I'm ready going to part two or whatever, you know? So you had a chance to separate, but now being at home, you can't do the end with everybody at home with you. And as we heard earlier with the dogs, the cats, everything else, or whatever, all of right. space, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we need to talk about that. 
how did you work that out and separate that one? <laughs> at, at first, it was, it, was a, it was a struggle. Let me be, let me be for real, because this I'm is sure for everybody. This, yeah, this mm. is new territory, right? Mm. Never, I've never been quarantined for this long, right? And had to stay in the house and it, not being able to travel because we love to travel. Yeah, That's not being able to travel, not be able to get like not being able to do the things that I was free to do before. But I couldn't allow that to stop me because business is still going on. I'm still working. I need to, I need to figure this out. And so I found for me, and I don't know if this works for other people that I needed to find a space, like I needed to change my scenery or even how or where I was working. So currently I do my nine to five at a desk, but when I'm working uh, for my business, I may go into the kitchen. I may sit on the, the day bed or something like that, like changing as much as I can changing the scenery that's funny. That's what my husband said. He's like, I can tell what you're working on by where you're sitting there. And he was like, so today, and he, and I said, yeah, I'm in Puerto Rico today. Well, look, I'm over there in Dallas. Well, I'm in Puerto Rico today. I'm in the bay. He said, so over here, you must be writing something up over there. And then you, if you're in the kitchen, okay, you must be doing business. You're in your office and you're working for your job. Yeah. <laughs> I had, cause, or not you would have gone back crazy. And cause I, listen. <laughs> and, and it wasn't flowing. Cause for me, um, you know, I have to turn off the technical side of things because I'm in finance. So all day I'm looking at spreadsheets and checking this and being that person. And then I want to go into, you know, writing a blog and being more lofty and creative. And you got to fit. Right, right, right. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> and my brain was like, okay, we're confused. What are we supposed to be doing here? Yeah. And so I had to figure out a way to where I, I can even just turn it off and on. I also... Um, like I, I have to take a couple of minutes, whether it's 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is to decompress. So that's important. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, so either doing something that is just mindless so that I can just ease into the other part of it, but also finding that I didn't want to force it. So I had to figure out what worked for me. And what works for me is, again, delegating some of this stuff to where I'm just the taskmaster. And I'm like, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? Right, right. And also, uh, utilizing the weekend. So whether it is early on Saturdays, early on Sundays, that's when I do the bulk of my stuff. And then the rest of it, you know, throughout the week is just more so checking in on certain things and then tweaking certain things. So mm -hmm. I'm the bulk of the work throughout the day, because again, with everything happening in your life in one room and one house, like I just didn't have the energy or the capacity to, to do everything for my business and nine to five and for family and everything else, all in the same, all in the same place. Again, I'm cooking y'all, <laughs> I didn't cook before. And so I'm cooking probably four to five days out the week. And so that's another thing, preparing your meal, not just yeah. meal, prepare your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And dinner and snacks and all of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of chefs that's been birthed in this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I know we were on rotation up in here. I was like, listen, COVID did some things now because I was like, everybody gets a turn. You get a turn. You get a turn. You get a turn. I mean, it's like, who got to do it? <laughs> and this is, and this, is a, this is a new thing. So, again, where as our, my time was a little bit different, went into the office, came home, uh, maybe I might stop off and get something to eat, pick up something, whatever it is. Now I got a lot, maybe an hour for prep time and all of that stuff to yeah. cook. 
And then you want to sit down and cook each a meal and stuff like that. Which so, was more of a reason to have that time management and to have the boundaries because that was that part too. Because again, it's easy to sit there all day and get caught up or whatever. Yeah. But, and that's why I found for me, it was good to start blocking it out mm-hmm. and then writing out the schedule or whatever, you know, for that day. And of course, prioritizing the main things that need to be done for sure and then seeing what time how many hours you, I was going to be working that day or whatever and it's like oh, okay I gotta get there which helps you to stay focused too because that's what a lot um what comes up a lot for people as well being able to stay focused mm-hmm. and to get it done because in entrepreneurship again there's nobody standing over you there's nobody you know checking for you or checking you saying where is this where is that because it's you now so if it's not getting done then it is on all on you and you know if your business if it's not there if there's no productivity then it is due to you so talking about the productivity part which go which I need to go back to when you said delegating and hiring out and all of that so of course a major concern for most people is that okay I can't I can't afford to hire, hire out I can't afford to I'm, I'm not even paying myself or whatever you know so what did that look like for you or how were you able to get beyond that and phase that in I mean you know we know that you need to start small and of course start with um the area that you need the most or prioritize the most and then for some in some areas that people really need you know to do at the same time maybe or whatever or need to do more so than others but they don't do it like maybe for um, accounting and all that stuff, because that's the part that's, that's really important, but that's not where they put, you know, their priority. So let's talk about, um, let's help the listeners with that part. How are you able to do that or what worked for you? Well, it's a matter of sitting down and thinking, okay, if you write out all your tasks and everything that's needed for the business, right. And you then look at it and said, okay, what, what tasks I must do, right. There's certain things that you must, you're the talent, you're the the perfect, you're the expert. And so you must do these. And so the other pieces, those could be outsourced. And then of those tasks that could be outsourced, which one of these, if I incorporated it right now or had somebody do it right now would generate revenue. That's what about, right? Right. And so you got to say to yourself, if I invest in this, whether it's a virtual assistant, whether it is somebody to do your ads, whether it's somebody to do your copy, if you invest in this one person, that can possibly pay for itself because then I'll be generating revenue, right? Mm -hmm. You think about it that way as an investment so you can get back what you put in. It's a a return on your investment. Correct. Correct. They're supposed to do. So you do that. Also looking at um, ways that are less expensive. Upwork freelancing stuff that has always helped Fiverr. I know people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick of Fiverr. But yes, right. Freelances. Fiverr was a lifesaver though back in the day. It was a lifesaver. <laughs> it was a lifesaver. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people's like, ah, oh, the back and forth. Listen, you can get a graphic for $25. I, I mean, what do you want? Or do Fiverr. Right, right, right. <laughs> It's five dollars. Like, oh, it started five dollars. What more do you right. want? Right. It went up to twenty-eight. Five dollars. It went to twenty-five. I think you got twenty-five dollars to invest in your business. Again, let's think about this, and where we fail to start thinking about or considering, and we just go to the end of a thing is that we stop looking at those people that have made it. Like, 
Jeff Bezos and, and um, Mark Zuckerberg, like yes. they invested. And what did they do? Yes. 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 I mean, some of them was living out of their garage and their cars and everything else. And I'm not saying do that, but I'm, I'm saying to us that we don't think about investing in our business. We're like, oh, I can't afford that, but we can afford the Starbucks in the morning. I can't afford that, but you can get your nails done. Nails not done. Yeah. And traveling, you can, you, you traveling, hopping on the plane here and there, whatever, or still shopping. Cause we do a lot of that, you know, still shopping, but yes, it, it, and it is that when, when you were talking, I was thinking about even with the tools and um, tools and resources, because we spend a lot of money mm-hmm. in the tools and resources and the little, um, not even, it's not bling bling things, but what is it though? Those eye catching things or in our computers and equipment. And we're, and you really still don't need all of that at one time up front, but because that's what we like and we're in to the bells and whistles and all of that. So it's really the same thing. It's just a different area, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, let's not put, you know, all of your money into still buying the equipment and all those things before you really need it why don't you save that and put that into hiring somebody i mean you know you just shifting that priority onto something else but it's still you're still spending it on resources because that person is still a resource you know that hiring out is still a resource and a good thing and i found for me that it really took um a lot of the stress and the overwhelming anxiety you know mm-hmm. off of me as well because again you were spinning your wheels. I know I was spending mine sitting down every day trying to figure out graphics. And I know that that was not my thing, you know, but, but because again, you want to, you bootstrapping as they say, and you trying to do all the things. And then you figure, because again, the busy black girl, we can do all things. We can do all things. Like we just, we the super women. So it's like, it ain't nothing that we can't do. And it's like, we're going to figure it out. We are masters at hustling and figuring it out. When That's how you talk about the hustling mentality. Right. We can do everything, but should we? But should we? And again, if you're not talking about creating another job for yourself and you're looking at the longevity of it, the productivity, and really where it counts for your time, because time is money, then it's like, okay, no, let me go ahead and outsource that. And then I found even when I outsourced it, then yeah, that made me get on a whole new different hustle because it's like, Ooh. oh, I got to pay that person. You're like, seriously, yeah. I got to pay them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if you're paying them, you don't want to waste your money because that's how I ain't trying to waste my money. So <laughs> that makes you get some other things in order. Like, let me go ahead and plan this out. Let me do this. Let me do that. You know, so that you can be prepared because I mean, I was struggling in that area too, because I was like, okay, wow. And then I need to figure out some stuff for them to do. Or what are they doing for real? But then for real, I had to get myself together. No, okay. Get your product, your um, task list and everything together, projects, projects and what you're working on so that you know now what you're delegating, but you have to stay in front of that. Right. So you, yeah, you have, so that yeah. planning and the boundaries, all of that works together, you know. All of that, <laughs> all, all, all of that works that, together. But- don't, you know, there's a, there's a, a way out of any, any situation you're in, or there is an answer to any of the, the challenges that you may have as an entrepreneur. And I know some of them was like, I can't, you know, I don't have the money, whatever. When I started, you know, uh, investing in some of these tools that are out there, I got with a group of women who are entrepreneurs and we did a subscription and we put our money in there, we pulled it all together. And then we utilize this. That was smart. That was smart. Yes, yes. And that's what you can do too. And that's a good tip, people. That's a good tip. 
like, you know, leverage that with some other business owners because some of those packages, yeah, you can't do that with, you know, or pay one membership, mm-hmm. I mean, or one fee, and then you all collaborate and use it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, think about there are creative ways to do this barter. Bartering. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Affiliate program. There are different ways. So I, I want people to understand that. I'm not, I'm not letting you off the hook with that. There's no excuses there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So with COVID, um, because again, as we said, COVID, you know, it, it was bad and nobody is definitely not making light, you know, of that or whatever. But we know for the ones that were um, home businesses and virtual and all of that, and that was sort of ahead of it because that's what we were doing anyway by happenstance, you know, that it seemed to work out for us in some way, you know? So for you, um, with COVID, what was the pivot that you made and or what was the greater thing that came out of it for you? Because you're still in business. So Mm -hmm. what was the greater thing that came out for you with uh, COVID? Well, one of the things that it just, um, that came out of it was people's, I don't wanna say reliance on, but then they became used to virtual uh, events. Quick, so, quick, yes, yes. yes. So prior to that, yeah. right, I thought I got to do a live event all the time. And, and anybody mm-hmm. who's done a live event, you spend a lot of money, a lot of time, yeah, hoping and wishing and praying that somebody got a that ticket. That it's going to be a profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can at least make your money back breaking. <laughs> and you oh. ain't lying there hoping, praying, and wishing. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. hoping, praying, wishing, and all of that stuff. Like, and not to say that, you know, live events and I think, cause I still want to do one or two, but the reliance on them is not where it was before. So I was able to start doing virtual events cool. and, uh, and, you know, getting people into my network and also um, monetizing off of that. And so that reliance, then it just became, oh yeah, it's going to be virtual. Like now, if I said I'm doing a live, people would be like, mm, mm, I don't know. But if I say, oh, I'm doing a virtual event, they're all there, they're there and you know, they're ready, right? So that was one of the things um, that kind of helped in the pivot, you know, that I guess was a good thing about this whole quarantine was that people then became uh, just more aware or just more um, readily acceptable of uh, virtual events. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing was that, uh, again, I, I, as we talked about before we came on, I was like, you know, I don't put on makeup and have to do all this and and get all made up and dolled up. And what they say, I, my, my face doesn't have to be all beat, beat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> to get outside. I could just come and show up and be me. And that's what people are seeing, right? You're seeing more of this on the Zoom calls that you're with, even if, you know, if you're at, at a corporate job. People right. are seeing their homes, you're seeing the kids. That's funny. That that news thing still blows me away. And I am just like, you know, I know in the beginning, they were probably like so tight, so tight. And they still had on suits and stuff. Well, I'm like, you in your living room, dude. Like, you, I mean, you, you're probably in the corner of like your library right now. But, you know, and now just to look at them, you know, and they sitting on their chair. It, it's funny to me because I'm like, if somebody told you all to do that before, you would have thought that they were like telling you to go to the end of the earth or something. And now <laughs> you're acting and like it's nothing. And we're looking right there out your window, out the back of your window. You know, I'm like, it, it is funny. It's crazy. 
It's crazy. So, yeah. So that was, and then just thinking about different things because the, most of the entrepreneurs that uh, had businesses before uh, or, you know, still doing stuff, you had to think about different ways. So if you were a chef, you're like, oh, snap. Okay, people are not coming into the restaurants. What do I need to do? Now I see more people doing packaged meals and sending those out. So there's different things mm -hmm. think about it. It made you really creative in that way, right? And um, I think that was just a good thing because now we know that we can be resilient and agile in our businesses. Before it was like, this was my model and this is it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people were ready to adjust when things happen. And I don't think COVID, I, although COVID, I believe, you know, we'll get the vaccines and all of that stuff, but there's always going to be a COVID, something that's going to shake up the industry. It's going to shake up something and we got to be ready to pivot. Amazon was one of those COVIDs, right? That free shipping freaked everybody out. Like what? Oh, free, what? Two days. And then everybody had to get on board. You go to any place now and they like, Free shipping, free shipping. And Amazon was in the forefront. Yeah, they they were leading that. Yeah, I mean, and, so, and you see for them, and again, like I said, for some businesses, like it really, you know, um, it really catapulted them into like a whole nother lane or whatever because they were already ready. You know, um, they were already on board virtually or with the IT thing and with the doing the Zooms and the videos and all that. Amazon was already in the streets. They were already with the trucks or whatever. So now look, they opened up more distribution centers, which they were already doing that, but they opened up even more. And then they got a whole new fleet of trucks. I mean, like they just turned it out. I mean, and people can be mad, but I mean, it was like they had cornered that market because they had already been doing it. So all they had to do was duplicate what they were doing, you know. Um, but for you and the busy uh, Black girls, so what was it that you were able to produce or service them with to help help your girls out? you know, at that time, what was it that they needed the most and that you were able to come up with? I know you you did come up with the Busy Black Girls box, you launched a box, but even prior to the box, what programs were now you able to come up with to say, okay, I'm here, I am meeting need for the girls to help them out with their um, businesses or meeting them where they were? Yeah, so a lot, so now I've, I've created a couple of digital uh, products or programs that I know will help Again, as my busy black girls, they need something where they can rewind, repeat, and listen to it at their leisure. So I made sure that I had programs in which were um, more do it yourself, right? At your own pace, and you could do that. And then also doing or serving more challenges where I'm holding you accountable and I'm, I'm teaching you, I'm giving you tools, I'm giving you resources but then also making it fun for you to learn and grow and do all that. But then also, like I said, giving you that accountability and that push. Um, also creating the space, which I think is, is more so and more important than anything else, but just creating the network and the group that we have, Busy Black Girls Network. Your community, yeah, and you have your Facebook group. Yeah, mm -hmm. Facebook community. And just having that space to where women can just be like breathing, like, okay, man, I, I have to cook right now, like whatever it is. I mean, we talk about everything that's known to men, everything that we go through. 
and just having that space and that network and even being that connector to some people, because that's another thing. We are in silos right now. Right. We were in silos before, but we are definitely in silos right. Right now. And for those of you I know, like I'm an introvert. I get it. I'm an introvert too, but we need to network, right? And so Correct. <laughs> this is a space for us to do that because people are like, I need to connect with such and such. And we'll find somebody and connect you with that person. So now you can network um, within the group as well. So having that space, creating programs, like I said, that are digital, that are more do-it-yourself, that you can do it at your own pace. Yeah. Also offering something more where I can have more accountability and provide more accountability for those that are building businesses. Yeah, and that support. Yeah, because some of them need that. And like you said, for the introverts, you know, the DIY things would be good for them, you know, um, to work on their own. But at the same time, introvert or not, everybody needs an outlet and everybody needs someone to listen to them and or to be their sounding board, you know, for certain things. Because as we know, in entrepreneurship, there's nothing like getting with a group who understands your world because everybody does not and that that's a big thing too you know for especially for like the boss ladies or whatever is that you know a lot of times you were you would silently go through it you know on your own or take the stress and that's for those of us who were even working in corporate or whatever you know you would go through that on your own because there was nobody really to talk to about that or be able to relate you know, about what you were going through. So with the entrepreneurship piece, that's a big thing to get in a network that understands you and it helps to keep you at least moving forward and to help you to um, get unstuck or to get out of procrastination because that's a big thing, you know, in doing that as well. So let's talk about the box, launching your box. How did that come about or whatever? Well, now, was that something you were thinking about before COVID came up or what? Mm-hmm. Well, it was something that I um, thought about, and I, mm-hmm. and I want to say before COVID, but it seemed like I can't even think about what happened before COVID. I know that's right. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I always wanted to have something that people can get, you know, some physical, something physical, and then also make sure that they stay something that was useful. And so the boxes, so it's the busy black girls, it's the lifestyle box, and the, it's themed. So right now we're still on the um, the business side of the house, or you know, just uh, that 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 woman on the go, right? So in the box you'll have my workbook, which is how to get paid doing what you love, right? The guide, passion. I mean, paycheck to purpose. You'll have a shopping bag because uh, let's be real, right now you go to the supermarket. And, and you got your little you're shopping. paying for your bag, yes, because you're paying for your bag. <laughs> yep, so you get the shopping bag, a water bottle so that you can now stay hydrated as you're in the house. And this is very important because, again, we as busy Black girls, we need to, you know, take care of ourselves. So a water bottle is in there, a notebook so that we can write down all these ideas so we can take those from idea to implementation and, you know, just all of those things that you need inside of one box. And then the box looks pretty and great. And mm-hmm. so use the box for something else as well. So, um, you know, I was really excited about the box. That was cool. That was cool. And I saw your video you did with that. So she ratty, you know, had a little video going on. I said, that was cute. So 
um, in taking us out and closing up, um, I normally, I would ask everyone, what does worth to wealth mean to you? Um, that then I'm gonna ask you that question, but I'm, I also want you to share how they can get in contact with you, um, how they can connect with you if there are, is any um, programs or promotions or whatever you have going on right now, and you can also share that as well. Um, so what does worth to wealth mean to you? So work to wealth, it means to me just, I, I think it's kind of a spinoff of uh, what the, the term that I coined as well, paycheck to purpose, right? So you, for me, it means, yeah, you work, right? I'm working a job, but that does not necessarily mean wealth. And what we're doing here is like, we're working as one of the vehicles of mm -hmm. wealth. And so that's just one of the vehicles. It's not the only vehicle. And we got to, we got to, think about that. And then you got to determine what wealth means for you. Correct. Uh, and that's right? relative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's all relative because you could be wealthy in money. You could be wealthy in health, wealthy in family, whatever that looks like, but you work and, and, and I don't think it's work. It's just a job. It's doing the actions that get you to that place of wealth for you, whatever that looks like. That's and good. so, mm -hmm. Work to wealth means taking action to get to your wealth, whatever that means to you. Mm -hmm. um, work to wealth, paycheck to purpose. <laughs> yes. So tell them how they can um, reach you, connect with you, um, and find out more about your community. Yes. So you can find me on social media, Facebook at Lashana and Williams. But more importantly, you can find Busy Black Girls. It's B-I-Z-Z-Y. Black Girls Network on Facebook and we have a Facebook community going strong. Uh, right now we're doing the, we're launching the five day from boss to boss challenge, right? We're, we're taking you through everything that you need so that you can turn your side hustle into your main hustle. And that starts January 25th through the 29th. And I have the boss kit for all of my busy black girls who cannot you know, watch all of the videos or be there at a certain time, you get lifetime access to everything that we have going on during the, um, the challenge. And then you can use that to help you propel your side hustle, right? And um, you can also find me on Instagram. I'm Lashana Coaches on Instagram, but also we have Busy Black Girls on Instagram as well. And if you want to email me, you can email me at busyblackgirls at gmail.com. So those are several ways that you can get in touch with me, but I advise you to come on over to the Busy Black Girls Network. Again, that's B-I-Z-Z-Y, Black Girls Network on Facebook. And I can't wait to see you and partner with you, support you, and um, just empower you to be more, have more, and do more. Yes. And um, just a point um, to clarify, when you all hear this, because of the timing that we do, um, produce it and send it out. It may be after the challenge has taken place, but just know to connect with her, you know, in the community and on Instagram and reach out to her on all of the channels on social media. So we thank you again, Ms. Lashana, for joining us today. Thank you for um, all the information and the tips and the resources that you provided to the ladies of Worth to Wealth podcast. So we look forward to hearing you all again on our next edition of the podcast. Thank you.